This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Thanks to Dana-Farber's foundational work, protein degradation can target and destroy cancer-causing proteins right inside the cell. It's how Dana-Farber is working to treat previously untreatable cancers. Learn more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Since last week's riot at the Capitol, more and more companies are cutting ties with Donald Trump. Also, in a matter of days, dozens of corporations suspended political contributions to the 147 members of Congress who refused to certify the election of Joe Biden. Paul Salmon looks at what's been happening behind the scenes. It's part of his ongoing reporting from Making Sense. Judd Legum writes a political newsletter called Popular Information. And we do a lot of work about corporate accountability. When Republican senators said they'd challenge the Electoral College results. We started pulling all of the FEC records to see what corporate PACs had been donating um, to that group. And then along came the riots. So we wrote to 144 companies to ask if they would continue to donate to the eight senators who supported President Trump's election fraud claims, supported them even after the Capitol had been breached. Because all of the 144 companies had supported one or more of those senators in the 2020 election cycle. Results? We got a first a trickle of people. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Commerce Bank, the Marriott Hotel chain, announcing they were suspending donations not just to the eight senators, but to all 147 members of Congress who voted against certifying the election. And I thought, well, this is significant, especially corporations, even when you look at their history, are donating three to one, five to one, six to one to Republicans. But really, it was Marriott who I think kind of shook the corporate world and then it just snowballed and avalanched. And now people that we never even contacted are are getting in touch and, and they want to make a statement. When the trickle became a snowball, What did you think? As someone who follows how these corporations operate, I I really couldn't have conceived last week that so many corporations would do this. Companies like Hallmark, maker of greeting cards and schmaltzy movies. I have done things this month that I never would have imagined. One of four dozen companies suspending all political donations, but Hallmark, says Legum, demanded a refund from their home state senator, Josh Howard. It's a powerful signal from one of the largest employers in Kansas City saying your senator is no longer acceptable to us. We don't want anything to do with him. Given the sometimes anodyne statements that you see inside Hallmark greeting cards that come out um, so eloquently and so pointedly against the administration, I thought was very courageous. Tom Gloser, the former CEO of Thomson Reuters, met with a group of CEOs last week and again yesterday. The mood, even in a week, had gotten much firmer that the right thing to do was to impeach and remove Trump, even with a few days remaining, and that business had an important voice. Company after company has now broken publicly with the president. Deutsche Bank, his biggest longtime lender, PGA of America. Stripe, the payment processor, says we're not going to allow our private service to be used to buy, let's say, Trump paraphernalia. Ditto Shopify, which provides the e-commerce foundations for a lot of those organizations. 
I feel betrayed. Even Ken Langone of Home Depot, a Trump supporter for years, denounced him yesterday. Last Wednesday was a disgrace. It should never have happened in this country. And if it doesn't break every American's heart, something's wrong. It breaks my heart. For sure, I didn't sign up for that. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. With the exception of perhaps Mr. Pillow, I would be surprised if any company exec now thought that the best thing for his or her company was to support this administration. This is so unprecedented. And says Sheila Crumholtz, who researches money in politics. For some members of Congress, uh, this ban on corporate PAC support will really hit them in the wallet. Uh, it will be a, a very meaningful loss. If the ban lasts, that is. But right now it's fallow season for electioneering. This is January of the off-election year in a midterm election cycle. But in 2022, when primaries uh, are underway and the November election looms, uh, these companies will be asked for support. So is it all just a PR move? Companies seeming to have a conscience till they need legislators once more. No, says ex-CEO Gloser, there's a deeper motivation. Businesses generally don't like to bring politics into their companies. Partly they don't want to antagonize customers or even their own employee base. But when the attacks go to the heart of the social fabric, uh, the democratic norms of the country, which would make it impossible to run a business, then I think business people reluctantly do show up. Last question for Sheila Krumholtz. Do you think this could be a bad thing in the end by making corporations more political? Corporations are already political. They will be seeking access and influence with members of Congress, including these objectors, as long as they have jurisdiction through their committee assignments. On the other hand, they're seeking to retain customers who might be uh, in a mood to punish them if they go back on their pledge and begin supporting these members again. For the PBS NewsHour, Paul Salmon.